Buddhism is a huge religion within the world, especially here where we are in Asia. It's, well, it's just a, a religion that permeates every facet of people's lives. They come here to, to worship. Matter of fact, uh, I'm at Tuesday's, uh, Tuesday's worship area here. I guess they worship depending on uh, when they were born, what day of the week. I'm so pleased that we we're actually able to meet a young man who was a, a monk for seven years. He, he changed his life, not through his own power, but because he found a young lady that he married that was a Christian, he began taking that walk to Jesus. But then he found the AWR dial uh, with the voice of hope. And he began listening to incredible things. I was so happy we were able to spend time with him a little later here on the river to learn more of his wonderful story. A story that's not only brought peace and happiness to him, but now apparently he's passing out radios and he's sharing with other people this phenomenal message of Jesus. It's a story that you couldn't script. It's a story you couldn't write, but it happened in real life because we serve an incredible God, a God who wants every one of us to have real peace real happiness, not, not in some way of doing our own thing, but seeking a friendship and relationship with the Creator. hear me call it Myanmar. Sometimes you'll hear me say Myanmar. I actually like to call it the exotic land of Burma. It's a country bordered by India, China, Laos, Thailand, the Bay of Bengal, and the Adaman Sea. Burma was under British rule for 62 years and in 1937 became a separate self-governing colony of India. Total independence from the Commonwealth was attained in 1948. Since 1962, the country has been under various types of military rule. In 1990, the government held its first multi-party legislative elections that resulted in the main opposition party winning a landslide victory. Despite the victory, the ruling junta refused to hand over power. In 1991, the opposition leader, Aung San Suu Kyi, was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for her nonviolent opposition while under house arrest by the ruling junta. I'm so glad to get together with you today. We're here at uh, the river in Yangon, used to be Rangoon, and this is your city. This is where you spent a lot of your life. Yes. Now, 
you shared with me a little earlier as we were walking down the bridge that uh, you you actually were raised as a Buddhist. Yes. Did did that give you peace in your life at all? Did you find fulfillment? No, no. Did you become a monk or you know follow the pathway of, of uh, enlightenment? I thought by wearing the Buddhist robe, I would receive peace. But actually, it takes more than a robe to receive real peace. So, in Buddhism, you had all these rules to follow, and they would lead to peace. Is the idea? Yes, yes. As a Buddhist monk, I used to meditate for hours trying to empty my mind of all the distractions of this world and I read all the religious books. I thought that this was the path to true peace, but no matter what I did, I still did not have peace. After wearing the robe, there were a few changes in my life. My life was more in order. I had my daily meditation and reading. I also had daily tasks performed. Outwardly, my life was orderly and peaceful. Statue of uh, Buddha worship, uh, Buddha preaching, and the people are praying to this statue. What's the radiating? What's that supposed to typify? So it has two meanings. One of course would be the the power of the this power that's radiating. The power know? that's power. radiating. And then another one is they that's how they worship. They offer lights to him. Was all this at gold at one time rather than just painted in many of these uh, areas? Never, never gold. It was all gold at one time. I noticed the, uh, the young ladies wearing the. Uh, and you call that you call that's, that dalaka. And that's that, a form of bark of a tree. So they take and the bark of the tree. It, they grind it on a certain stone, and then it becomes a sticky liquid. And, and why do they put it on? It's very good for sunburns, and then it prevents sunburn. It's raining out all the time. And you, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but even that, it, it's very cooling too. It's cooling. If, if they are going to work in the field, 
they will just paste their face thick with this. Okay. And then it's very cooling. So it's 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 a tradition. How does it how does it make you feel now to uh, you know, to see the the monks dressed up and know that that's where you were, but now you. Were there others in your order of, of monks that did you ever talk with one another about having peace? Were there others looking for some peace? Yeah, yes. What what made the change? What happened in your life? Because I am human and not a god, I realized that I could not regain peace myself. So I wanted to find somebody or some divine person to show me the way to receive true peace in my soul. So you were searching, you were looking for, for something. As you can see, AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Not only do we broadcast via shortwave radio, but our signal is on over 1,000 FM and AM stations around the world as well. Our podcast subscribers, internet users, satellite downlinks are growing rapidly, evidenced by the 100,000 plus emails, letters, and phone calls we receive each and every year. Yes, AWR is your mission radio. No walls and no borders. For AWR, that means change lives and change hearts around the world because God is using the airwaves of AWR to reach people everywhere. Through the radio waves of AWR, God is reaching people around the world. We'd like to offer you an edition of Making Waves. It's four of our episodes brought to you from around the world. God speaking to hearts, the hearts of the listeners of AWR, exciting stories. We hope that you'll share those with friends and neighbors, acquaintances, anyone you come in contact with. Join us to make waves. It's completely free. Right now, the information's on your screen. For your free, no obligation DVD, write to Adventist World Radio, 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904, or call 1-866-503-3531, or log on to www.awr.org mwdvd. Be sure to request offer number 10. That number again is 1-866-503-3531. You know, it's been such a privilege to be able to spend time with you here today. It's, it's... Well, 
but even not only in Myanmar, it's in other countries where they have Buddhism. It is easy to tell them about God and tell them about Buddhism so that they could differentiate between the right and the wrong. Since business wasn't good in Yangon, I went to the southeastern parts of Myanmar trying to find a way to make a living and to continue my search for peace. Now, you shared with me as we were walking across the bridge that you lost your father, and that was a, a huge change for you. It, it really shook you up because you wondered, what's after death? Could you share a little of that with me? I was living in Yangon when my father passed away, so I couldn't depend on him. I knew I would have to find my own path. I worried about my mother. I worried that I would bother her if I lived with her, so I settled at Dawei and Ka Tong. While I was working there, I met and married a Christian woman. I therefore had the opportunity to study Christianity. I studied and studied Christianity and came to realize and believe that Jesus is the real God. Today Burma is known by the conventional name of Myanmar. During the time our team was in the country, and shortly after our departure as well, the people were under great economic hardship. Spasmodic protests by monks broke out as a result of rising gasoline prices. The government chose to raise the price of gas by 200% and natural gas by 500 percent. The average wage for workers in most cities across Myanmar is around one U.S. dollar per day. On average, it would cost most people about 20 cents for transportation to and from work. That left 80 cents a day for food and other necessities. After the increase in the fuel, the average cost of transportation to and from work rose to 60 cents, leaving only 40 cents for food and other necessities. Not only did transportation costs skyrocket, but prices for rice and cooking oils, Burmese essentials also skyrocketed. Domeyu, an emaciated 30-year-old woman, lives with her 10-year-old son in a satellite township on the outskirts of the city. She survives on a meager 1,000 kayak per day, less than $1. A housemaid, she needs to travel to downtown areas of Rangoon to work. With the price hike, her fares have doubled and 60% of her earnings are now lost on transportation. Even food prices have been slowly rising. At this rate, she says, even getting a meal per day might become a luxury. The ones who always suffer the most are the children. If a child can avoid being malnourished, sold to child traffickers, or used as human landmine detectors, he or she still faces the startling fact that an estimated 150,000 children die each year of malaria, acute respiratory infections, and diarrhea. AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Hindus, Buddhists, Muslims, animists, or no belief at all. God is using the radio waves of AWR to successfully call and prepare a people for his soon return. But the work is not finished. Your help is needed. 
there are still so many who must hear this precious message of hope. Please partner with us today so others can hear and rejoice in the hope of Jesus Christ, the hope that you and I have already found. Your gift of love will mean so much to so many. If you would like to financially partner with us or would like additional information, our toll-free number is 866-503-3531. One of the favorite things people like about AWR is its stories. We have stories from all over the world. Some of them involve danger. Many of them involve miracles of God, but certainly all of them involve the miracle of changed lives. I've written a little book of some of the favorite stories in the face of death. Another, radios given by angels, coming to Christ in a Muslim country. These and many other stories. It's simple. Just log on to www.awr.org storybook and you can download your free PDF version of stories from places where missionaries cannot go. Do it now so you and your family can immediately enjoy these incredible testimonies of changed lives from around the world. So don't wait. Log on now to www.awr.org storybook. When I married, I was just a believer and did not get baptized, nor did I become a member of the church. I was essentially still living as a Buddhist. My wife was forced to quit the church committee because of her marriage to a Buddhist. I suffered and felt sorry for her. She would not get the opportunity to participate in social services and activities if she was not a member of the church. My wife still loved me, even though she had to quit the church because of me, and I am grateful for her love. I continued studying Christianity. I continued studying Christianity even after my wife quit the church. I had the opportunity to read the Bible as well as Christian magazines. My hobby was reading and listening to the radio. By studying, I came to realize that God is love and His sacrifice was selfless. He is selfless, not sorry to lose His life in order to help others. He also helps people much as it is taught in the principles of Buddhist thought. After that, in 1991, I was baptized and became a member of my wife's church. I tried to live a good life, walking a good path, much as I tried to do as a Buddhist. However, I was not sure of where I would be after I died. I often pondered my mortality alone. I read the Bible every day, and I didn't understand the Bible very well because no one explained it to me. But I received strength when I read other Christian magazines and could understand more about Christianity. The more I understood the Bible, the more I believed and realized that Christianity is the truth. When I became a member of the church, I had to take responsibility to write articles for the magazine at the youth committee. In order for youth to become more alert and active, I wrote poems and magazine articles and also collected poems and articles from some other places and put them in our magazine.
I also wrote some articles for the youth in order for them to not stray from the good path of society and to become good people. Personally, even though I had become a believer, I still felt that my life was unstable. I did not have peace of mind. Depending on your day of birth, you will come here and you will pour water according to your according to the, according the day of birth. According to your day of birth and according to your age, you will pour water upon candles. Now this lady is born on a Sunday, so she comes here. This is a Sunday prayer. Well, really, so. You so she, we know now she was born on a Sunday. Yeah, we because know that she, because she worshipped. She worshipped at this yeah, pillar. Yeah, now, now we know that child is uh, Sunday born. If I was born on a Tuesday or Wednesday, so where would go I go? The Tuesday, Which, how do I know? So each one of these right here? Yes. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, That right. this would be my spot right here? Yes. Or we're, we're in the middle of all this. What does Jesus Christ mean to you now? We can we, we can talk softly in here probably. What does Jesus mean to you now? He says Christ is the true God. And when he sees things made by the hands of man, he knows that it's the last of you. So he sees that the hand of man now, totally different than from the Creator God. You said there's so many in the Buddhist religion that you wish could experience what you've experienced. How do we reach those people? How does God reach those people? Everybody of us, not only the workers in the church, but even the lead members, you know, that we all join together and work to get the gospel to these people, it could be a success. We all work together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is Wednesday. This is Wednesdays. I'm still looking for Tuesdays. <laughs> Burma was the richest country in Asia and was the world's largest exporter of rice. Today, it is the poorest country in Asia. Burma was once so productive that it was known as Asia's rice bowl. But today, nearly a third of Burmese are chronically malnourished or physically underdeveloped, according to the World Food Program. The per capita income of Burma is around $175, among the lowest in all of Asia, even below neighboring Bangladesh. 90% of the population lives at or below the poverty line. Buddhist monks in Myanmar survive by going out every day with empty bowls to the community. The people in the community fill their bowls with various types of food. That's all that sustains them. After the fuel price increased, the monks were no longer able to survive on the limited food resources. Some 10,000 monks staged demonstrations, prompting a crackdown by the military. Despite human restrictions, AWR employs multiple communication tools such as FM radio, the internet, and shortwave radio. The waves of AWR can still reach across the borders to these wonderful people. We may not be able to give the world the freedoms many of us enjoy, but we can share with them the true freedom that comes from knowing Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, a freedom that will last an eternity. I felt no difference between my life as a Christian and my life as a Buddhist. When I was a Buddhist, I lived an easy life, going and doing as I pleased. 
but when I became a Christian, I saw that most Christians were not very different from Buddhists. They did not even practice as Jesus preached. I therefore felt little difference between Christianity and Buddhism. I prayed to God for peace in my life and for an answer about eternal life and mortality. I spend my life either working or with my wife. My wife was also allowed to become a member of the church again after I was baptized. We went to church together every Sunday. At that time we didn't know about AWR and never heard about it. We also did not know about the Seventh-day Adventists. Although I was aware of their existence, I knew next to nothing about the Seventh-day Adventists. At that time, my wife and I used to go to bed early and listen to the Baptist Christian program on the radio. One night, the radio program was unexpectedly terminated. After the program's termination, I've been finding it hard to sleep. You turned the radio dial accidentally, is the way you said it, to AWR, and that changed your life. Do you share that with others now? Do you tell them where AWR is? Yeah, sometimes he even gives them a, ra a radio to listen. So has he seen other people coming to Christ because they've now listened to the voice of hope? Despite human restrictions, AWR employs multiple communication tools such as FM radio, the internet, and shortwave radio. The waves of AWR can still reach across the borders to these wonderful people. We may not be able to give the world the freedoms many of us enjoy, but we can share with them the true freedom that comes from knowing Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, a freedom that will last an eternity. Ken Mint's greatest frustration was the fact that he did not understand the truth about death. It wasn't until he discovered the voice of hope that he learned the answer that really satisfied him. From that program, he learned about the power of Jesus in his life, and he learned other truths from the scriptures, such as the Sabbath, the second coming of Jesus Christ, helpful living, the Ten Commandments. Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, then you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Ken Mint now has the determination to tell others about the Adventist World Radio program so that they too can listen and discover the truth that makes them free. And by God's grace, that's exactly what he's going to do. Every human heart, no matter if you're a Buddhist, a Hindu, Christian, whatever you are, the heart is crying out to God for fulfillment. AWR is broadcasting a message around the world that offers hope. Matter of fact, the program is called The Voice of Hope. We hope that you will partner with us in spreading that message around the world, a message of hope. If you'd like to, please give us a call. The number's at the bottom of your screen. It's 1-866-503-3531. Or you can write us at 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904, or log on to your computer, www.awr.org. 
Thank you for watching, and please join us for another exciting gospel adventure because around the world, AWR is making waves.